Hi, welcome to this episode of the Originals Podcast, Christ Lutheran Church's podcast about stuff and interesting things. Um, and today our guest is Kristen Frederick. Most of you who listen to this probably know who she is, but if you don't, Kristen is the worship director uh, for another month at Christ Lutheran Church here in Santa Clarita. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, everybody. It's nice to be here, Pastor Joe. <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast, <laughs> I can tell already. <laughs> um, so, Kristen, um, let's let's begin by, you've been here for like almost 20 years, right? 20 years. That's a yes. long time, a long time. And 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 you're you're the worship director now, but you didn't start out that way. Tell us tell us kind of give us a little rundown on the last 20 years. Well, I came when Carly was a tiny baby, brought her in her little baby carrier and um, just came and sat in the back in the old sanctuary. We uh, we watched for a while and then um, I joined the choir. Carol Blackson said something the other day about the first time when I sang in the choir and I sat next to her, and and uh, she she thought it was funny because I could sight read the music, and uh, and she she thought, oh, you really know what you're doing. So I fooled her from the start too. Um, so then Carly would come to choir practice and sit in her little baby carrier, and and uh, then I um, started doing one of the children's choirs. And then when Pastor Joe came and started um, stirring things up here, he, he said, hey, people play guitars in church sometimes. So he uh, got us going with a contemporary service, and I played the keyboard, and, and people started playing instruments instead of just having the organ. And then we added Messenger, which is um, a group that's still here that sings with... Um, guitars and stuff, and and then um, kept going forward from so there. So just things kept getting added yeah. on and mm-hmm. added on and added on. It's Absolutely. like, oh, Kristen will oh. do that. Oh, oh, let's have Kristen do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here you are. Um, but not for long. You're moving back to Nebraska. I am. Which is where you're from. Grew up in Nebraska. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, my children are grown now, grew up. And they're both in the Midwest starting in the fall, so I'm going to be there, and my mom is there by herself, so I'm going to go take care of them. Be the mom. Be the mom and the daughter. And the daughter. And the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, over as your your responsibilities grew and you became the worship director, tell me a little bit about, about... what have you found challenging about that? What have you found? Uh, um, how ha- how has being the worship director grown you or grown your faith? Big silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, my um, faith personality was always a uh, kind of kind of a quiet thing. That's that was um, growing up. That was my family dynamic. Is is kind of um, you you are quiet about things, right? You um, we, we didn't like pray out loud or, or any of those kind of things at home. So and and church too. So um, so 
the leadership part of um, of leading leading faith based um, singing groups and stuff like that. That's that's where I've been. That's where I've grown more. Mm-hmm. Um, just working with people and and it. it <laughs> um, if you could sing this, you'd be much I could, better off. I could. Yeah. If somebody would just write a song, I could yeah. sing this. Um, it, it's that kind of the the outward parts of and speaking in public. That's hard for me. Yeah. So those. Yeah, this is this is like speaking in public, but but without the public right in front of you. But really. <laughs> but 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 still, it's you know, it 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 involves. Having to actually speak. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, let's 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 start with an easier question, and we'll go on to the okay. harder things. Thank okay. You. Thank you. You know, uh, you spent you spent a, a lot of your life in church and and doing church music. You know, you got a favorite hymn. You got a favorite worship song. Something that really speaks to you. Um. Yeah. Well, I. Grew up going to church. We um, every week we were at church unless somebody passed away and we had to be out of town for a funeral. That was the only reason that Which you was didn't still go to going church. to church. Right, it was yeah. still going to church. But no, we were at church every week. Um, and uh, my parents went to church. We they sang in the choir. They were on the council and they they um, were leading from you know reading the scriptures and doing all those kind of things. So, um, what was your question again? So. Um, always, always been a church person, always been involved in music. Even when I went to, um, to college, I, there's the, um, I went to the University of Nebraska and on, uh, on the campus, there's the Lutheran Chapel. So I played the piano and I played the organ and I went to, went to a church all through college, which is, doesn't always happen. Um, and actually I was in a group from... At the Methodist Chapel, next what? door where I lived, I know it was. Um, we were um, there were sixteen of us, and we traveled around Nebraska, and um, and sang at different churches all the time. So we it was like a little show choir for at a church. So we would go on and stay in people's houses and have potlucks and sing and um, and go to churches. Um, so that way. Um, but always, there's always been in my life um, church and worship and singing and and I can't, I, I would not know what to do if I didn't have that. You wouldn't be you if you didn't have I that. I guess so. Yeah. I would not. Okay. So, what's your favorite hymn? Oh, Remember, that hymn. was the question, I know. remember? I know. Well, <laughs> or, or I song, think, or both. I think my favorite hymn is For the Beauty of the Earth. Oh, really? Yeah. How come we never sing that then on Sunday mornings? Because I don't want to overdo it. Oh, okay. We sing it once in the summer. Okay. Um, but we when, when we did communion growing up, mm-hmm. um, my dad and I, he would, like if he was in the choir and I wasn't, or if I was in the choir and he didn't, we would have, um, we would have sing-offs. <clears throat> so, so we would see how long we could sing without looking down at the hymnal, looking down at the words, because, of course, there was no screen then, right? So, okay. so, so we would try and see who could last the longest without looking at the words. Um, and we sang all during communion, during the distribution, we sang hymns. So the communion hymns are some of my favorite, too. Um, 
and all the the the, the grace things are my favorite. The grace things. The you like the yes. grace things. I do like the grace things. All right. And and worship songs, contemporary mm-hmm. worship songs, the ones that my favorite is whatever we just did. Mm-hmm. So whatever, or choir songs too, whatever the last song, like the choir song was from the week before, mm-hmm. that goes through my head the whole week. Mm-hmm. So then that's going through my head until the next week when we do the next song and that's going through my head. Do you think worship songs have staying power like hymns? Um, I think some of them do. Uh-huh. If, they, if they're not too complicated. Okay. Um. Because I'm, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it's because I've been singing hymns mm-hmm. for so many more years in my life than worship songs. Right. I mean, some of the hymns like "For the Beauty of the Earth," mm-hmm. I can remember singing that fifty for, years ago. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, and uh, and contemporary worship songs are five years old or ten years old. Or it's funny because now you'll see copyrights for worship songs that are twenty and thirty years old, and they're still considered quote contemporary. You know, but uh, uh, so I haven't been singing them as long, and yet for some reason. They, it seems more transient to me, you know, that if you ask me what my favorite worship song would be, it would be like you, you know, whichever one I sang last Sunday, right. where I have hymns that have stuck with me for 50 years. Why do you suppose that is? Right. <clears throat> I think when they're writing the worship songs, they are um, like the worship songs we sang in 1980. Mm-hmm. You can tell they were written in 1980. They 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 had the chord progressions that that matched that 1980s pop stuff. Okay. And then the 1990s have the same. You know, so so just like the pop music from the 80s is like, oh, that was in the 80s. Yeah. Or, can you oh, believe we listened to that? Right. Yeah. Um, that's that's what happens to the, the oh, contemporary okay. songs too. Okay. So sometimes even even like stuff that was written in the 90s or the late 90s, when we sing it now, somebody in the worship band during rehearsal will go, oh, this is old. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's really not that old. It's yeah. from, you know, 98 or yeah. 2005. Yeah. Um, but they feel like it's old yeah. because the, the music is dated. Um, and, I, and I think the hymns, because they're, it's the same music, mm-hmm repeated right right so then the music is kind of and and the hymn tunes mm-hmm. those tunes that we use are are um hundreds of years old some right. of them so the tunes themselves are the good tunes are stuck in your head and then the words get to be what you think about when you sing the hymns true 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 because i mean and i love worship songs you know contemporary worship songs i really do um but they don't often seem to have the depth of lyrics that that right. hymns do. Right. And to make them easy enough for people to sing the worship songs, they they repeat the the same thing. Mm, right. A lot. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, until you feel like right. something's eating your brain. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you do you have do you have a personal preference though, you know, um, uh, more formal traditional worship with hymns versus you know, um, contemporary, band-driven, praise song-driven worship? I mean, for you, where do you worship the best? Um, you can say that now because you're leaving. Right, I yeah. know I could. <laughs> um, um, well, like at my funeral, I'm going to have hymns at my funeral. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. right. But, and when 
when I'm playing in church and singing in church, mm-hmm. um, like when the band is playing, that's not necessarily worship time for me right. because I'm thinking, okay, i got to turn the page so I can see the next notes before this comes up or, or, um, what's, or what's the next, next? song yeah. or, mm-hmm. or is, is, you know, uh-oh, the acolyte didn't come out and now what am I going to, you know, or any of those things. is Or Pastor Mike, Pastor Joe messed up again. Right, now i got exactly, a cover for it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-oh, my microphone's not on. So um, those that is what I'm thinking of during the 11 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if I'm really worshiping, like when I'm singing by myself on mm-hmm. the piano or just singing, that's... That's more worshipful for mm-hmm. me, or even when I'm by myself singing and. Do you and do you do that much? I mean, I know that you you do that to pick songs and you do that to mm-hmm. to rehearse and get ready and stuff like that. But for your own personal enjoyment or worship, do you do that much? Just sit down and sing and play. Um, I kind of go in spurts. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Um, I like to be in the sanctuary by myself mm-hmm. on the piano. I heard you the other day, actually. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it depends on, on where, what I'm, what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and, you know, busyness and, but I, yeah, um, I could do it. I would like to do it more. How's yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what are you going to take with you when you leave after all these years? It's the uh, the love that everybody has for each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, just I'm very spoiled. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. It's okay. Um, it's a unique place. It is. It is. It's um. Um. So it's it's just the people that are here are um connected to each other and would do anything for each other. So <clears throat> my spoiledness is is that that I can say to anybody, hey, will you sing this song this week? Or hey, do you want to be in the choir? Or would you be in the Christmas show? Or would you help with costumes? Or will you, um, any of those things. And people want to do that. They want to be they want to be here and they want to they want to um, give back and be part of the family and and uh, that's that's um, what I'm leaving not mm. exactly what I'm taking yeah yeah I, I'm gonna try the same question again though you know because I understand <laughs> what you mean the difference between between taking with you and leaving mm. you're leaving that behind and uh, um, uh, but uh, what what have you learned or what's developed in you that you will be bringing with you when you move? Um, I mean, oh, technically, I've I've learned things. Okay. I, you know, as mm-hmm. when I started out, I was I didn't know anything about um, the technical end of things. You know microphones and soundboards and and things like that. I was more of a um, traditional traditional mm-hmm. m- musician kind of thing. Um, and um, 
sometimes I can I can pray out loud. I know. Yeah. That is that know. that's a change. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that's a growth curve. <laughs> and and the worship band people laugh at me because because we we at the end it's always good thing God can mm-hmm. interpret things because it didn't always go out of my mouth like like it was in my head. <laughs> so God takes what we pray and He makes it perfect. So which is helpful to me. You know, it reminds me of, gosh, what was his name? He's from a long time ago, Mel Tillis, the guy who stuttered oh, all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then, um, and then, when he sang, he, right. it came out perfectly. Right. And it, it strikes me that, that music is that for you, oh. that, you know, that you can express yourself, you know, and what's inside with music, you know, and it comes out right. as opposed to having to, to speak. To speak, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's why whenever you'd say you want to do your faith story, I'd say, well, only if I can sing it. <laughs> I can sing my faith story. Uh, well, but you've also you've also grown as 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 a worship director and leader. I mean, I think I think you have have studied and learned what worship is about in a way that maybe maybe you hadn't thought of. Prior to oh definitely because because yeah. the whole the whole worship the the traditional worship was all that I really knew mm-hmm. so um, so worship as um, with a with um, somebody else speaking besides the pastor mm. and, um, those kind of uh, um, those different parts of worship that are more more uh, modern, I guess. Okay. If you had to explain to someone, I don't know, like a Methodist or something, <laughs> what uh, you know, what worship is or what the priorities of worship should be to you, mm-hmm. how what would you say? Um, I think when you when you get <coughs> excuse me when you get to <coughs> sorry when you when you start out at church um, I think there's that whole that connection kind of thing with each other and like the passing of the peace time and the and the um, greeting each other and and that that part um, is is how you start focusing on why you're here to worship so so you kind of um, that sets the the stage is is the connection between each other and the coming together and and being here um, with God together and then as you as you um, continue and you and you start getting deeper um, it's definitely for me. It's the it's the music that that the words um, start taking you um, into yourself and your connection with God more more um, focusing your heart on Him and 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 your relationship with Him. So the worship then goes from the everybody 
happy and happy to see each other. And then it goes from that to um, yourself and and you and, and the connection between you and God. Um, and opening up, I think, just opening and, and letting yourself um, feel things that that usually you don't. You know, in, in normal life, you walk around in your room, you know, you have that wall kind of thing that, you know, you're polite and you say hello to people, but in the grocery store or wherever you are, but but it's not the same openness as you are when you're worshiping. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, did that answer your question? I can't remember. Sure. <laughs> Um, one more question, then we're going to listen to a song. Um, is there is there anything that you wished you could have accomplished here, wished you could have done here, that you haven't had a chance or, or that didn't work or that you never got to? Um, for, well, for a while when... when um, when Pastor Dan was here, mm-hmm. we we went through this little phase of me like like not playing and 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 singing and speaking, um, and that was really hard because of my stuttering problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was hard, um, and it was but it was a good challenge for me um, because um, it made me. I mean, I spent more time. Um, with the in the preparation of the of the in between things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the words and and where where the songs were coming from in, mm-hmm. in the scripture and um, that is probably one thing I wish I did better than mm-hmm. I, that I but but <clears throat> when I play and sing, it's that's um, the driving the bus thing mm-hmm. that we've talked about that that it's. It's easier for me to bring everybody with me if I'm driving, and it's harder to drive if I'm not playing. Yeah. So, um, but that was one one thing that uh, okay. that I wish I could do better. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right, we're going to listen to a song now. It's by Glory Bound. Okay. Tell me, tell me a little bit about Glory Bound. How did it come about? Um, Glory Bound is, is Linda and Robin and I. We sing um, kind of close harmony kind of things. Okay. So so it was Linda's first of all asked. She, she asked Robin and I to sing with her. And that was kind of before we had um, a name. Mm-hmm. It was Let's Sing a Trio. And so we, we sang a song called Glory Bound. And it um, then we just took our name from that. Um, so... We have tended to kind of go in the um, a little toward the the bluegrass end of things or the um, the um, earlier kind of um, um, less complicated songs mm-hmm. that that just have really really nice tight harmony. So we like to sing together, and we can um, can. We blend pretty well. You blend very well. So, so when we sing, it's um, you know you get to be in that. That's that's also a, a worship time for me too. Is is that the um, amazement of of the the words and the music all coming together with when Glory Bound sings together? Okay. 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a listen to a song from Glory Bound. These fleeting charms of earth, farewell. Your springs of joy are dry. My soul now seeks another home, a brighter world on high. I'm a long time traveling here below. I'm a long time traveling away from home. I'm a long time traveling. So I know that uh, that Linda especially is a little a little bummed about Glory Bound not uh, going defunct, I guess, because you're not going to be here. I have volunteered to take your place, but <laughs> I, I don't haven't gotten a lot of traction on that. So I'm just saying, okay. So everybody who's listening, if you would like me to take Kristen's place in Glory Bound, you write in and let us know, okay. You could do the butterfly song. I could do the butterfly song. That could be your audition song. Which is from Chapel Time when I used to lead Chapel Time. Right. When I you would, played the guitar. I would I would bring out... I played the guitar with Messenger years ago. I know. You know, it that sat, was, it sat that my That was where we started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, in Chapel Time with the preschool kids... My go-to song was the butterfly song. If I had nothing else, it's like, hey, kids, let's sing the butterfly song. Why don't you sing it for us now? Um, well, I don't have my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but, Acapella's fine. Well, I'll, that will be Glory Bound's first piece <laughs> after I join the group. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Kristen, it has been good to have you with us. I'm sorry we never got a chance to hear your faith story, but this is going to have to double as that. So, so uh, uh, it has been, a, it's just on a personal note, it's been a great uh, opportunity to work with you over these 20 years. I've really enjoyed it. Um, um, you've been a good colleague and, uh, and we've had a lot of fun together. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Feeling is mutual. All right. Absolutely. So uh, uh, 
We wish for you and pray for you all the best as you go on to this next part of your life, and we will miss you tremendously, but we will carry on because that's the way we do things, you know, because uh, the Lord is at work in all sorts of strange, unexpected ways, and uh, he will be at work in your life and the new things that you are going to be doing, and he'll be at work in ours too, but we will miss you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. All right, well, this has been... Um, what is the name of this podcast? Oh, yeah, The Originals. Um, and, and I'm Joe Campo, and the, our opening and closing music was written by uh, and performed by Phil Highland and Steve Dole and David Barry. And David Barry is an engineer for the show, and Phil Highland produced it. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, tune in again for The Originals. Well, I ain't doing it again. I hate computers.